Uh, it's about time that I actually got up and did this. Um, Elijah's put me down probably like 10, 15 times since last year. And every time I just managed to get, get out of it, um, put Teresa's name down, put Lauren's name down a few times. No one knows the difference except me. Um, so, yeah, this one was sort of sprung on me a couple of weeks ago. And it was, there, was, there wasn't enough room to really find someone else to take my place. So I'm stuck. Um, and it's kind of, yeah, thanks. <laughs> It's kind of uh, ironic because the subject I've been given is uh, trials and um, this has really been a testing couple of weeks for me. Lauren's probably frustrated with me. Um, I've dumped the kids on her many times and I've just freaked out and I'm like, I don't know what to say. I really hate standing up in front of people and talking. It might not come across that way, but I am shaking um, probably that quickly that you can't even see it. Um, <laughs> So we're going we're gonna to start a new series, um, and if you'd like to turn to James with me, uh, we're not actually going to get too far into James, um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's actually quickly pray over this, over this scripture and this series as we, as we move forward. Uh, Father, we, uh, we are grateful um, that we can be in your presence today, that we can stand here and, and learn from you learn from the people that were close to you. Um, And Father, I pray that you would speak to us over the next four weeks, um, that you would impart wisdom and knowledge into our hearts as individuals and as a church, um, and that we would grow through this series, and that we would start to become more Christ-like, and that the people around us, the places that we work, uh, the people we hang out with, would start to see something different. In Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, I'll read, um, and if you would like to follow. I haven't done any slides, and it's a little bit funny because I am the guy that does the slides at the back. Um, so, sorry about that. Uh, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you f- whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance, and perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And there is a lot in this chapter, but I didn't get much further than that, and I underlined a few words, and I'm going to talk through some of those words um, in just a moment. But I I really just want today to be a reminder about trials, and that God is going to use us, and use those moments, those those moments that can be painful, those moments that can be uncomfortable, um, and do something in our relationship. Our relationship with Jesus can, can grow deeper and stronger because of the trials that we face. Um, so I was chatting with Lauren a lot over the last couple of weeks, and I just kept saying, I can't think of what to say, and she just kept saying, tell some stories. Everyone loves a good story. And like when you're put on the spot, you can't think of any stories. <laughs> so... I've come up with the best that I, I think I could really um, come up with where I feel like I've been uh, in a trial and God's used those moments to, to shape me. Um, and the first one was really early on in my faith. I grew up in a, a Christian family. My dad's a pastor over in Downton. So I grew up in a house that um, loved Jesus, uh, loved church, went every week. Um, but by the age of like 12, I was just like, I'm out of here. I want to I don't want to be here. There was no one else my age. It was like four other kids in the youth group, and 
three of them were my sisters. So it was a bit like, uh, I'm not wanting to hang around with them too much. So any way I could to get out of church, I would. I'd go, I'd play football. Uh, I took up a sport called badminton. Uh, people look at me funny when I say I played a lot of badminton. Um, but anything I could do to get out of church on a Sunday, I would do it. And um, there was this, I think it was 16, yeah, year 11. My mum said to me, your dad's going to Tanzania. He's going to do some work with some churches. We'd love it if you go. We'd pay for you. And I was like, no, I don't want to go. I don't want anything to do with that. I know what he's doing. I know he's going to be preaching and going around. And I was like, I'm staying well away from that. So <laughs> they came back to me time and time again. I kept saying, no, put my foot down. And then my mum said, well, if you don't go, we're never going to pay for any of your holidays ever again. And I was like, okay, I'll go. And then I later found out that it wasn't just going to Africa and staying in a hotel with a pool. It was actually going to Africa, into the jungle, no electricity, no running water, rice and beans, and we were there for four weeks. Sounds like a trial, doesn't it? Sounds like a testing. But that actually wasn't the toughest thing that happened. I, I went on that trip. I didn't go with any intention of helping my dad or supporting my dad. I got there and pretty much three weeks of the trip, I played football with little kids um, in the school and just avoided everything he was doing. And then the last week, something just happened. I, I can't explain it. I, can't, I couldn't tell you what it was, but God had wrestled with me over those three weeks. And I gave my life to Jesus. Um, I tried not to tell my dad, um, but he noticed that something was going on. Um, probably the fact that I was actually reading my Bible. Um, but the trial was when I came home, the trial was when I, I stepped back into the world that I was comfortable in, that I was used to, that my friends were in. And I would, um, everything inside me was like, I want to hold on to this faith. What, what I've experienced early on in my, in my faith with Jesus is, I want this, I really want this, this is, this is what I want to live for. And I came home, and I, I was just getting pulled all over the place. My friends were doing what they always did, and that's not wrong because that's what they've always done. And I was trying to decide between the two. And for a couple of years, I really just struggled with this. Um, and I, I believe in that time, God was taking me through a trial to really discover uh, what my heart was like and how um, our relationship was. Um, another story... Um, was our daughter, Lily. We love her. Don't get me wrong. She is amazing and wouldn't change her for the world. But for the first six months, she was a nightmare. Um, she didn't sleep. She had colic, which um, I think a few families in this church understand and probably have uh, some sympathy towards us. It's brutal. Um, the lights would come on in the streets and we'd be like, oh no, we need to go to bed, but we know she's not going to sleep. So we would take it in turns on who would stay up with her and eventually she would go to sleep at some point during the night and it would be a couple of hours and over the six months that is very wearing on you as an individual, it's very wearing on you as a family um, and it's very wearing on, on just life. Um, so as a family we went through a lot early on, thankfully Toby's very, very different, he sleeps amazing, it's, I'm glad we had it that way around because... <laughs> I couldn't have coped with it. Um, but God really worked deep into our relationship. Laura and I are a lot closer because of that. Um, but also, we had to rely on, on, on God through those times. And I can look around this room, I can look in our church, and I can look over the last two years, and us as a church, we've gone through some stuff. Um, individually, 
People have gone through trials. People have had tough times. Uh, our close friends, Mike and Rachel, have had a horrible year. Um, but in James, it tells us to consider it pure joy when we go through those times. And that is backwards thinking. I don't know if you've, you catch that, but why should we enjoy going through the tough times? And the reality is we'll, we'll always have trials. It doesn't matter if you're a Christian or not. It's just the reality of life. Um, but as Christians, it's when we're uncomfortable that God works and deepens our relationship with him. Um, we can look at the story of Jesus and we can see time and time again when he goes through trials, when he goes through moments of difficulties. Um, he got angry with religious leaders. He had friends who passed away and died around him. He got tired from his job, his ministry. His friends betrayed him. And then he was crucified. So I think, in a weird way, it's, it's comforting to know that Jesus has experienced that, and he knows what we go through. He knows the trials that we, we wrestle with. He knows the issues that we face um, in relationships and at work. Um, and as Christians, we've got to expect the trials. In John 16, 33, um, Jesus tells us that in this world we will have trouble. It's not going to be a smooth ride. It's going to be um, a wrestle. A few years ago, I was at a conference, and uh, I couldn't tell you what the conference was about, but there was a, a line that uh, the speaker said, and basically he said, people watch leaders in the moments um, of difficulties. People watch leaders when they're going through tough times. And it's so true. You look at the news. I mean, we look at Brexit. We all love a bit of Brexit, don't we? And we see Theresa May, and she's getting bashed around in the news, and she's getting pulled apart in the news. And it's because it's a tough time. People want to see how you react when times are tough. I'm a Newcastle fan. Anyone else? Lonely. Oh, thank you. It is a lonely walk, being a Newcastle fan in Middlesbrough. Um, it is at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rafa Benitez, he's going through. He's the manager of the club, if you don't know. But he... Newcastle are the fourth team in Premier League history not to have won a game in so many games. So he's going through a tough time. He was known to be one of the best managers in the world. He's going through a tough time. So that's my point, that people look at the difficulties and they want to see how we react. And it's true for us in, in our faith, our, our colleagues, our friends, our family. They want to see how we react when something goes wrong, when something goes against the way that we want it to go. Um, people want to see what our faith is really like, what our, our relationship with Jesus is really like. It's in our trials that we discover how firm our relationship with Jesus really is. And it's tough to remember that in those trials, God is wanting to grow uh, closer with him. Uh, the second thing that really came up when I was looking at all this was um, the testing. Um, I love to try and find out what words mean in like the original context. Um, and one of the explanations that I found was they, they described the word testing as uh, smelting. Has anyone ever heard of smelting? Um, smelting is basically where we take ore out of the ground and then we heat it 
and we bash it, and eventually we get out uh, the aluminium, the iron, the copper, um, and eventually we get to the substance that we want. And in that picture, uh, I, I sort of see that God does that with us through these tough times, that we go through tough times, that we get bashed around, that we go through times of pain, but at the end of the day, God gets us to the place that he wants us to be. Um, We've recently started feeding Toby. Sorry, I talk about my kids a lot. Um, but I do look after them every day. <laughs> and I learn a lot from them. And hopefully they learn a lot from us. Um, but we really recently started feeding uh, Toby solids. And if anyone's ever done this with their child, it is one of the uh, most interesting. It's kind of fun to watch at the start. But after like week two, when your kitchen has like food all down the wallpaper, food flying everywhere... It can be kind of tough on you, but the, the idea I was ke- getting at is that God uses, or as parents, we put the food in front of our child to, to learn how to eat, and often or not, it like goes over the shoulder, or it's like on the face, or they have it all over their outfit, and, and in the same way, uh, sometimes God allows us to fail, sometimes God allows us to fall so that we can learn. What God wants to do is not just make us happy. He wants to make us holy. He wants us to be a reflection of him, and it's the trials, the sufferings that make us more like Christ. Uh, God wants us to be mature, complete, not lacking in anything. Um, And then my final two thoughts are sort of like combined, and it's this idea of perseverance and maturity. Um, Has anyone ever run... The Great North Run. Great. I hope you all enjoyed it as little as I did. Um, it was brutal. Um, ben seems to have enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't recommend it. I didn't, I didn't think it was a good race. I did some other half marathons. What I found with the Great North, or the reason I didn't enjoy it, was because of the crowds. It wasn't actually the run itself. Um, I'm not a crowd person. I like to have space. Um, but I think through that experience, um, I'm never going to do another half marathon after that. But through the experience of running a half marathon and, and training, I, I feel like I've learned some lessons that almost apply to this. Um, and the idea of perseverance, of keeping going, of enduring through these trials, um, I think we can relate to a long-distance run. I don't know if you guys found it as tough as I did. Um, but there's three really that I think we can, we can connect. And the first one is you have to be patient um, with the process. In the first month of training for um, the Great North, I got shin splints. Pete knows about this because he was the footy manager for the church team at the time. And I came off the pitch every game complaining that my shins were hurting. Um, but what I did and the mistake I made was I started running um, too many miles too quickly. I didn't build up the mileage. Um, you have to take your time, apparently, as I found out too late. Um, but you have to be patient in that process. You have to be patient in the, in the process of going through a trial. You have to be patient. Um, and it says in Romans 12 to be patient in our affliction and persistent in our prayer. Um, and it's in our trials when it is so hard to stop, when it is so hard to, to slow down, when we want to fix the issue um, to stop and be patient and to listen. The second thing is discipline is a key. Um, 
race day, the Grey North Run, it's exciting. You get there, there's these big double-decker buses, you throw your bag on, the crowds are there, everyone's high-fiving, music blaring, you see Mofaro go off in the distance. And in the moment, you can get caught up. In the moment, you're like, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can go. I can win the race. Um, and it's not actually a race. I don't think anyone actually comes first apart from Mofaro. Um, but when you cross that start line, you have to remain disciplined to what you know. You have to remain disciplined to the training that you put in. If your training is nine-minute miles, then you need to keep to those nine-minute miles. Because if you go for the eight-minute miles, you're probably only going to get to mile seven. So to be disciplined in those moments. And it's like this with trials. At times it can be lonely, at times it can be hard, but we have to remain grounded in prayer. We have to remain grounded in, in the Bible, making sure that in those moments when we're struggling, that we come to uh, church, that we come to our connect groups, that we uh, get, gather with our friends that can encourage us and spur us on. And the third thing was that we have to be disciplined. Sorry. We have to believe in ourselves. Um, this was a big one for me at the Great North. It was not something I particularly looked forward to. It was just on my bucket list. That's why I did it. Um, I think growing up, seeing it on the TV all these times, I was just like, I think I can do that one day. I'll do that. Um, but you have to believe in the training that you put in. You have to believe that you've clocked enough miles, that you've eaten the right food in the build-up to the run, that you've drank enough water, and that your body can take you um, over that final hill. That final hill that takes you down to the seafront is grueling. And you need to be able to believe in yourself. And when we're going through trials, we need need to be faithful with Jesus. We need to remain in a place where we say, God, you know what? I can't do this on my own, but I know that you can carry me through this. I know that you can guide me through this moment. If we look at uh, verse 4 again, it says, um, perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature, complete, and not lacking anything. Um, The first step that we take towards maturity in Jesus is to trust Jesus. To believe he has your back and the promises that he has for you. And I believe as a church, we truly want to be Christ-like. And to do that, we need to have this relationship with Jesus. And we need to be able to say, in the trials, in the tough moments, God, I want you to shape me. It's not going to be comfortable. It's not going to be the best experience of my life. But I want you to form me into the person that I want you to, that you want me to be. So my encouragement is, bring on the trials. Let's enjoy those moments. But you know what? You're not in it alone. You've got a church. You've got a God that is willing to walk alongside you. Um, and if you want to talk about anything, if you want to pray about anything, if you're going through something that is tough and you're just like, I can't do this anymore, I'm struggling, then let's sit down with our pastoral team. They'll be over at the sofas later on, um, and they'd love to pray with you. But we're going to go into another song, if that's okay. Um, We do have the kids team coming out. They're going to put on a a show, um, or they're going to do a song from, what's, Greatest Showman, yeah. They're going to do a song from that, and the kids are going to do a little activity as well. But um, let me pray for us as we, um, as we go into this time of worship.
Father, uh, only you, only you know what we're going through individually. Only you know the trials that we're facing on a daily basis. Only you know our work situation, our family situations, our health situations. And God, we just want to lay that at your feet. And we want to say through those moments, through those difficulties, we want you to mold us and shape us into the people that you want us to be. In Jesus' name.